0: Alright, news roundup, information overload hour, Sean Hannity show. Toll free, it's 800-941-Sean if you want to be a part of the program. We'll get to your calls, final half hour of the program today. So we learned a lot. Why, why any of these generals and, and the Secretary of Defense Austin and, and Joint Chiefs Chairman Millie are still in power, I have no idea. Now let's go back. Now we have, uh, under sworn testimony, and I'll tell you why Millie was Trying to play a little cute here. Ah Heck, I, I'd warn you myself if we were going to attack you. Trying to dismiss it. And my best guess is that it's likely that Woodward taped it. So he couldn't lie. He was also under oath. So he tries to minimize it. But think about this. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs admitting that if, in fact, a hostile regime led by a hostile actor, President Xi, if we needed to defend ourselves or defend our allies or needed a military action, that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs admits that he'd give China a heads up. That is a fireable offense. As a matter of fact, it probably would land the average soldier soldier a lot of time in jail, in my humble opinion, if, in fact, he did this. Now, he's admitting he did it, but he's minimizing uh, the impact of it. Listen. I was communicating to
1: my Chinese counterpart on instructions, by the way, to de-escalate the situation. And I told him if there was going to be an attack... There'll be plenty of communications going back and forth. Your intel system's going to pick it up. I said, I'll probably call you. Everybody will be calling you.
0: Uh, I'm going to be calling you. If there's going to be an attack, you're going to give a heads up to our enemy? That doesn't make any sense to anybody. And it's inappropriate. Now, there was also an exchange. I spoke about it earlier in the week with Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn. Why is he talking to all of these authors of all of these books, people that he knows are hostile to Donald Trump? his boss, and we still haven't really gotten to the bottom of what the conversations with Nancy Pelosi were about or the loyalty oath that he had other high-ranking military people take that that he inserted himself in the chain of command. The chain of command is clear. The Constitution is clear. The president, the president alone, is the commander-in-chief. The chain of command would then go to the Secretary of Defense, and his job would be to then execute the plan that the president puts forward but anyway why is he talking to all these authors marsha blackburn asked them
2: general milley um yes or no to this did you talk to bob woodward or robert costa for their book peril
1: woodward yes costa no
2: did you talk to carol Leonick and philip rucker for their book alone can i fix it yes did you talk to Michael Bender for his book book is, frankly, we did win this election, the inside story of how Trump lost. Yes. yes. And were you accurately represented in these books?
3: I haven't read any of the books, so I don't know.
0: I've, I've seen press know. reporting of it. I haven't read the
2: book. Uh, Let's have you read the books and then let us know if you are accurately presented and portrayed. Happy
0: to do that. Okay, Senator Marsha Blackburn joins us now. Senator, let's start with your question, and that is, why is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs talking to people that he knows hates his boss, the commander-in-chief?
2: It is so interesting, Sean, that he did not have time to work on Afghanistan and have a plan A, B, C, D, uh, when the president did not take the advice of the generals on the ground. But he had time to go talk to these uh, authors and journalists. And we don't know if that's the only ones that he talked to. He may have been talking to others. There may be more books yet to come. But it's misplaced priorities, and it is a poor use of his time. He is to be there to make certain that the men and women in uniform have what they need to do their job, to be sure the president understands. See, he's the president's chief military advisor. So why is he taking what President Trump is saying and then he is giving this information to authors to use in a negative way on President Trump? And he is still at that point, he is Still, the president's primary military advisor is chairman of the Joint Chiefs, and he's going completely outside of his chain of command in doing this.
0: Well, that would be a fireable offense. Uh, you raised yes. uh, it, it, a lot of important points as it relates to this. Um, you know, for example, there have been many people in the media that have speculated, um, and they've been wrong completely about. Uh, the relationship that i have with donald trump i've known donald trump over 25 years and they ask me all the time well well you talk to the president I say, how do you who how do you know who i talk to I said, why don't you give me a list of every single source and person you talk to? And then I'll consider whether or not I'll acknowledge whether I do or do not talk to President Trump or anybody else. It's none of your business. I'm a member of the press. I'm a talk show host. We do straight news. We do investigative reporting, opinion, culture, sports. We do it all. We're like a full newspaper. And so I find it very, very offensive. Um, and you said something. And, and that's the way I feel. If I have a conversation with being a member of the press with somebody that is off the record, I have an obligation to keep that conversation private. Why would General Milley be taking private conversations with the president of the United States of America, his boss, and and be relaying this to people that he knows hates his boss?
2: And the thing is, he did it over and over again, spending hours talking about what the president or the White House officials um, relaying these conversations. So we have asked uh, to find out more about these conversations. We would like to have transcripts. Uh, We want to know what kind of written advice, Um, you know, we know what he did to President Trump, but we've asked to see written advice that he gave to President Biden because, Sean, this thing in Afghanistan is a complete debacle, and the men and women in uniform are very upset about it. Our vets are very upset about it. DOD and Department of State have not done their job and now we've got our veterans groups, our uh, retired special operators that are out there trying to help figure out how to get these individuals out of Afghanistan, because we have a command team in General Milley, Secretary Austin, uh, that gave information to the president. They didn't present options. The president didn't take their advice. And now, we have the Taliban, a group that is loyal to a radical Islamist ideology, now controlling a country with a safe haven for terrorists, and the world is less safe because of Joe Biden, Mark Milley, secretary austin and they are not being focused on the job which is to protect this country from enemies foreign and domestic to provide for the common defense
0: let me ask you this question we just played the answer that millie gave acknowledging that in fact uh well if we're going to attack you speaking to his chinese counterpart uh there's going to be a lot of chatter and 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 there'll be a lot of contact and and heck i'll tell you myself And we're about to attack them. Uh, Can you help me out, Senator? That would seem to me to be aiding and abetting our enemy.
2: Well, to me, it would be, and there are a vi- variety of reasons why General Milley should be relieved of his duties. And why in the world would he call China and have that conversation and rationalizing that conversation, which is what he was seeking to do when he was in front of us? He was not successful. In doing that, you heard the exchange that he had with Senator Sullivan and then to try to say, well, we have these conversations all the time and expect us to believe that he calls not only allies, but he calls our adversaries and says, hey, you know, don't worry. I'm in charge over here. Uh, But then he takes it a step further.
0: But but (laughs) didn't he get a loyalty oath? and go to other high-ranking military members that he inserted himself in the chain of command when he's not supposed to be in that chain. And and yes, i still like to under- get to the bottom of what he did with Nancy Pelosi.
2: That's right. And the meeting came after uh, his conversation with Nancy Pelosi. And he said in the hearing that she had some unfavorable comments to make. He even made a comment that she was, that he was not able to judge the president's or not qualified to judge the president's mental health. This is not his role. And then to say, you know, there are policies and procedures and to tell people, well, I'm a part part of this policy and procedure. Again, inappropriate. And again, he had no right, no reason, no standing that would allow him to have that conversation or then to repeat that conversation well to when an you author. add
0: that to the fact that they they could have easily when we had control of kabul as the taliban and i went through this in great specificity last night showing the taliban on the march you know throughout april and may and june and july as they were taking over larger and larger geographical areas uh, from the south moving up north towards Kabul. Uh, there was, there was no secret that the Afghan military was collapsing, although Joe was still praising the great training they had in July. Uh, but they had ample opportunity to push them back. And, and that would have taken simple drone strikes. That would have handled the situation and bought right. them more time. Or they could have expedited the withdrawal. They could have ensured that every American was taken out, all their family members, the thousands of green card holders, the people that have every right to be in this country legally, uh, our Afghan allies, not that they necessarily came here, but we would get them the hell out of there as we promised them and get our military equipment out, the billions of dollars that Joe now gave to the terrorists. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat.
4: When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram. It does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him.
0: Can you help out this great mission of preborn? All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HometitleLock.com. That's HometitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code SEAN. To continue, Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn is with us. My question is, this was one of the, the most preventable situation ever. And now we have Americans yeah. abandoned behind enemy lines. And a State Department saying private charters can't land in the U.S. And if a third-party country will accept your charter and, and they need our approval, it will not be forthcoming. So I'm trying to understand, is there any hope? to ever get these Americans and green card holders and allies out of Afghanistan? Because I don't really see a lot of hope here, even though they're claiming they have all this leverage with the professional and business-like Taliban, Senator.
2: And, you know, President Biden said, and this is one of his uh, untruths that he is told, is that he had a plan to get everybody out. We still can't even get the number. And on a bipartisan basis, we have asked for the number of Americans, SIV holders, applicants, their families, our allies, tell us how many people are there. And thank God for these veterans groups like Task Force Pineapple and Nazarene Fund and the guys that are going in there and are using their contacts to get people out. Well, you can I ask you a
0: question? Why is the FBI yeah. investigating them? There's an article that all these groups are being investigated. Why would that be?
2: Well, that is just ridiculous. These are the people that are doing the job. I'm working on legislation that would allow individuals that donate to these nonprofits to be able to take a tax credit, not just a tax deduction, but a tax credit, because the U.S did not do their job. The Department of Defense did not do their job. Department of State did not do their job. Well, is, is the
0: reason nobody, they won't let these charters land in the U.S. or they won't give approval, State Department approval, to land in a third-party country if needed, is that because they, they fear being embarrassed and humiliated because uh, patriotic Americans make them look bad?
2: They are already embarrassed and humiliated. Oh, I don't think
0: they're embarrassed at all. I think they don't give a rip.
2: Well, you know, and there's a lot to be said for that, because I look at this and I say, nobody could have messed this up this bad. It has to be intentional. And Joe Biden wanted to circle September 11th on the calendar. He wanted to take that victory dance on September 11th and say, hey, look at me. I'm the man. I got this done. I got us out of Afghanistan. But, Sean, he missed the key point. And it is that we are in the war on terror. We weren't at war with Afghanistan. It's the war on terror. We are fighting terrorists. And because of Joe Biden's mistakes, now... The Taliban and terrorist organizations have a safe haven in Afghanistan,
0: and it's to go worse cook than that.
2: Dirty deeds.
0: And yeah. they have Americans held hostage. That's what they are. They're hostages. Yeah. And I don't see a whole yeah. hell of a lot of hope of getting everybody out safely. I hope to God they do. Uh, Anyway, thank you, Senator. Appreciate you being with us. I thought you did a great job this week. Uh, 800 941 Sean is our number. Quick break, right back. 25 till the top of the hour. 800 941 Sean, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, There is real, real palpable fury against Senator Joe Manchin and Senator. Uh, kristin cinema of arizona and you know, dickie durbin is furious he's out there screaming well, what do you want to close the deal well, man should answer the question he said I, I went from zero to one point point five trillion to compromise that's my compromise and durbin urging mansion to vote for the bill one heartbeat from losing the senate and then bernie sanderswick we don't know what mansion and cinema want it's not appropriate for mansion and cinema to slow down progress. Listen to the listen to the fury of these two. Means testing means that do you are we targeting the people that need it or getting it or the people getting it that maybe
1: could do without and they're in pretty good shape. So I said means testing, I said work requirements. Those are all very, very important in these things. And that way you target children. So you have the beginning of life, our children. Pre-K, yes. Then you have the end where our senior citizens want to live in a dignity and respect of their own home. We can do that with some assistance. And again, some can pay, some can pay a little bit and some can't pay any. That's means testing. It goes an awful long, long way that way. I'm just not. So you know. I cannot accept our, our economy or basically our society moving towards an entitlement mentality, that you're entitled, okay? I'm more of a rewarding, because I can help those who really need help, if those who can help themselves do so.
3: Well, I would urge, Joe, if you believe there's value and merit to the programs in the reconciliation bill, don't wait. Do it now
0: have you spoken to center mansion or center cinema privately do you know what exactly they want when it comes to an actual number on the spending package because they i mean everybody they seem to be very vague on that, well, that i guess that's,
1: that's that's part of the problem is you know when you're negotiating you come forward you tell me what you want this is what i want let's see how we work it out but i think there has been a lot of frustration uh... with both of those senators in that they have not come forward and said you know this is what i want this is what my concern has been you know they've talked in vague terms but we haven't seen the specifics that we need
0: so you really don't know specifically what cinema or mansion want.
1: that is correct i think my frustration uh... anderson is not necessarily the views of mister mansion or Ms. cinema It is that when you got 48 people on one side and the American people overwhelmingly on the same side and one or two people on the other side, you know, it is not appropriate, I think, for those couple of people to slow down progress. They have a right to be heard. They have a right to, you know, get concessions. That's what the process is. But, you know, any member of the Democratic caucus. Myself, anybody else, I believe in a Medicare for All single-payer program. I think the current health care system is dysfunctional. I can go to Chuck Schumer tomorrow and say, Chuck, I'm not voting for that bill unless you have Medicare for All. But that's not what the caucus wants. That would be irresponsible.
0: All right, to our busy telephones we go. Jamie is in Florida, where I should be. Jamie, how are you? Glad you called.
4: Hey, I'm doing good. You need to move here for sure. We need more people like you. I'm calling to talk about the Monta nucleo, the antibody treatment that DeSanto set up the center's. I personally got COVID in July, and this is before those centers were set up, and the teledoc that I talked to on the phone recommended me getting the infusion, and I didn't know much about it, so I did like you told us and investigated, and I found a study. It was an investigational clinical research at the University of Florida, and I got the treatment, and the lady when I left, she said, we don't know if we gave you the real thing or not, but I hope you start to feel better tomorrow. You'll know, and immediately the next day, I was improving
0: so you and were I you was, were you were you actually took this early when they were in the the clinical trial phase?
4: Yes, and I just told everybody about it when my boss got All sick. Right. Her husband had the vaccine; he got sick. I'm like, you guys need to go get this. And they ended up their doctors prescribed it for them. They got it in the hospital, and they both got better. My daughter, and that's the scariest thing when you hear that your child has COVID, and you like start hearing, uh, especially how he old is Florida your daughter at that time? She's 17
0: yeah listen most kids that age and i I have the
4: same thing yeah my kids are a little
0: bit older but almost all their friends got this thing and it just does not it does not at the time it did not at impact kids anywhere near what what older adults pre-existing conditions compromised immune systems were experiencing look i'm not a doctor but i would say this and Joe Biden only mentioned monoclonal antibodies one time two weeks ago, and then he rationed it because it was working in Florida. And Ron DeSantis had set up these monoclonal antibody treatment centers, so now now Ron DeSantis has to go out and buy his own. We don't have a shortage of Regeneron; we just don't. We even the rest of the world is getting you know large supplies of it. So for Joe Biden to do it is pure politics. Why it took him a year to mention it, I don't know. And then to, you know, play politics with it is disgusting and repulsive. Here's what I would advise people. If you whether you're vaccinated or you and have a breakthrough case or unvaccinated, if you get a positive covid test, go to your doctor immediately and ask about monoclonal antibodies like Regeneron. I'm not telling you to do it i'm telling you to talk to your doctor about it um that's the first thing i would do okay so that's my advice to everybody i think you're right and then you make you make the decision in consultation with your doctor based on your unique medical history and current condition um yeah the
4: the centers that DeSanto set up they should be doing that every state it's like we were able to go there with no appointment no prescription get treatment and be out in two hours she got um, you know, you usually you're
0: not out in two hours. It takes about two and a half four to hours, hours for
4: the infusion. But yeah, and then, the and then they keep you there for is.
0: observation for an hour or two. So it's a pain in the ass. But I mean, it's it's better than the alternative, right. right?
4: But the newer method is just injections into the abdomen and fat muscles in the back. That's what my daughter got. And we were there right. for 20 minutes observation. And the lady said the infusion takes four hours. Would you rather have this? And we said, yes. So that is the option yeah. now. And, and your daughter's better. She she's okay. She recovered within 24 hours. She was fine. Muscle yeah. aches only for about a week, and then she started getting the lung coughing up mucus, really respiratory yeah. symptoms. So I started getting worried, and we went that route just because I knew it worked. And well, why not get a treatment that's going to make you better rather than sit here and be sick for another week or
0: two? Well, I'm glad she's okay, and I appreciate you going there and and reminding people. But again, do it with your doctor's approval. I, I appreciate the call. Thank you. 800 941 Sean. I had, I had a friend in Georgia, 74 years old, 68-year-old wife. They get unvaccinated, tested positive. Within 24 hours, they both got Regeneron at Emory uh, University Hospital in Atlanta. And they were fine. Two, within 48 hours, they felt great. I had another friend of mine, him and his wife got it. They lived down in Tampa. Breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated, got the monoclonal antibodies, got Regeneron, and and he felt better in 24 hours. She was better in 48 hours. Another friend of mine up here in, in New York lives close to me. He, he had a breakthrough case, fully vaccinated, got COVID, got the infusion in less than 24 hours, and he had the best 10 days of his life because he went fishing and he sent his family to Florida, and he sent me 40-pound striped bass, fish that he catching every day, saying, I'm having fun. How's your day? Being a wise-ass. Um, but I'm glad he's okay. Jim in upstate New York. What's up, Jim? Glad you called. How are
3: you doing, Sean? Um, I love your show. I uh, listen you. to it pretty much every day, in the car, out of the car, wherever I am.
0: Thank you. Um,
3: so anyway, uh, why is Millie still on the street walking around as a free man? Can anybody explain that to me? And then Lieutenant Colonel... Stewart sheckler he's in solitary confinement i believe it's in camp lejeune
0: yeah he's in solitary confinement he's in the why brig is
3: it, why and isn't not, millie in the cell next to him
0: well i you know i because we have a two-tiered justice system that's the answer if this happened under donald trump we all know it would be treated differently everything Thank was treated differently under donald trump You know, I noticed Durham is now looking deeply. He's now issued more subpoenas, and he's going after Perkins Coie. It seems to me, based on the Sussman indictment, that Durham finally figured out that Hillary orchestrated that whole lie and that her money, money came from her and the DNC money she controlled, and they funneled it through that law firm, Perkins Coie. Now Durham is really honing in on Perkins Coie, and I think he knows the origins of this, this conspiracy theory is the Clintons. Will he ever hold her accountable? I tend to doubt it. The same person that bleach bit, you know, her hard drive and busted up her phones with, uh, hammers, etc. Yeah. I don't really think that, um, I don't think any of the people that really deserve to be held accountable or the people that committed premeditated fraud in a FISA court. I think, I don't think any of them are going to be held accountable. How does that make me feel as an American? Pretty, pretty crappy, to be very honest, because that, that undermines our constitution. Our constitution is the foundation for the rule of law in this country. And if we apply laws, you know, differently to people, we don't have equal justice under the law. We don't have equal application of our laws. Just like Joe Biden doesn't have the right to ignore the, the law of the land as it relates to the border, but he does it anyway and he facilitates the law breaking he's aiding and abetting you know all these burdensome covid mandates on americans and now apparently border patrol agents they they they're, they're going to have a vaccine mandate but if you're one of the 1.5 going on to 2 million illegal immigrants in this country that there, there there's no there's no covid test there's no vaccine mandate they just give you free transportation and disperse you all over the country and then the governors are forced to spend a fortune because they got to provide food and shelter and health care and education uh, for people that don't have any money. And meanwhile, other countries are charging a fortune for citizenship. And mean, and then the Democrats now a second time have tried to sneak amnesty into the reconciliation bill. And again, the Senate parliamentarian had to say, no, you can't do it. Unbelievable times we're living in. Um, Jeff in Iowa. Jeff, thanks for checking in with us. How are you? Hello. Hi. How are we doing? I'm good, sir. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing good. Uh, What I wanted to talk about is I just recently lost my dad to COVID. Uh, He was 74 years old, and he, indeed, he got uh, both of the Pfizer shots back in March. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they set the date as six months before he could get his next shot. Well, six months would have been the 23rd of September, and he passed away from COVID on the 21st of September. I,
0: I don't know of anybody that had a six-month interval between the first and second shot. Now, remember Johnson well, & Johnson was a single shot. In March.
3: in March 3rd and March uh, 26th, he okay. got two Pfizer shots.
0: Let, let me ask you a question. And by the way, I'm very sorry about losing your dad. I still think yeah, about my you. dad every day. He's been gone 25 years. My And I, I really mean it. It's It's painful. Let me ask you this. Did your dad ask the doctor about any type of therapeutics like monoclonal antibodies? Did he ask?
3: You know, I'm not sure. He was uh he was going to the vet's hospital and they were, you know, giving him everything that they could. I know uh he did I I have I, 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 would, wait a minute. I bet
0: you they didn't give him Regeneron. You need to they look into that. They didn't. Nope. And if they didn't, that would be Listen, I don't know anything about your dad's medical history or or current condition so i'm not at liberty to really judge but most people are will do qualify to get regeneron especially at his age and it has to be taken early and and if you're telling me that our vets veterans hospitals aren't doing this for our vets they need to be you know Ron DeSantis is showing great success down in florida you know, Joe, nobody mentions monoclonal antibodies. Again, I'm not telling you what to do, but if you get a positive COVID test, you need to ask that question to your doctor. What are the therapeutics that are available that will so I can be proactive with my medical health? Uh, that's all part of the process of being well-informed. And I'm so, I'm sorry to hear this because I, I don't know, but I, I do I, I know I have a 74-year-old friend that didn't get vaccinated positive covid test and within 24 hours got the infusion and he was fine and his 68 year old unvaccinated wife was fine now does that the same for everybody no it's not it's kind of the the strangest thing this this virus for some people it's a freaking cold for other people you know it devastates them and and they're on a ventilator the next in 11 days you know i'm really sorry to hear that i'm sorry to hear on
3: a friday and saturday they uh put him on the ventilator and uh, it wasn't long, you know, less than two weeks after that, they. That's about that there was that's not about the time frame. We do so.
0: I'm sorry you lost your dad. Please, I want this audience take it seriously. Do your research, and I'm not talking about putting on a lab coat, no opening a virology lab. These idiots in the media. Talk to your doctor immediately. You got a positive COVID test. Talk to your doctor. Breakthrough case. Talk to your doctor vaccinations talk to your doctor talk to your doctor talk to your doctor all right please take it seriously i've seen how bad this can be all right that's going to wrap things up for today hannity tonight 9 eastern fox news we'll give you an update on lieutenant colonel schiller the marine and the brig because he dared to point out the truth that is that the afghanistan withdrawal was a disaster he can't speak for himself his parents will join us with louis Gomert. Lara Logan on the varying controversies that exist involving the Biden administration. Greg Jarrett, Newt Gingrich, Laura Trump, and Scott Brown. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Set Your DVR, Fox News. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. You make this show possible. We can't thank you enough. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. Now, Dave Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Now, he has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting our vets, first responders, and their families, and there are so many of them that need our help. Please join the foundation on their mission to do good and never forget. Just commit $11 a month. You can do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. at hollywoodtakeover.com dot com slash Sean S E A N